This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending July 11th of 2020, new record low mortgage rates, where rents are rising, and what to expect from home prices. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We'll begin with economic news from this past week and some progress on getting back to work. The Labor Department reported that initial jobless claims hit a seasonally adjusted four-month low of 1.3 million. That's down from 1.4 million the week before last. Those figures do not include benefits handed out through a temporary federal relief program or state program. If you include those figures, the total number of people receiving benefits is more like 31 million. The Labor Department also released a report on job openings and hiring for the month of May, and it shows a record 6.5 million people found new jobs or were rehired at their old jobs. But the number of job openings is still far from what's needed. Economist Joe Brucellis cites data that shows there are 3.89 job seekers for every job opening right now. Mortgage rates hit a new all-time low last week. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage fell four basis points to 3.03%. That's the lowest level in records that go back as far as 1971. For a 15-year loan, the average is 2.51%, which is the lowest that it's been in almost 30 years. And another news making headlines, all those predictions about people moving because of the pandemic are coming true. A Pew Research survey shows that 22% of adults either moved or know someone who moved since the crisis began. Most of those people are young adults between the ages of 18 and 29 because dorms suddenly closed or they couldn't afford the monthly payment or they didn't feel it was a safe place to live. The reason that most of them gave was related to the last one, to move to a place where they felt more protected from the virus. Less common reasons included a person who was traveling when the pandemic hit and was blocked from returning home. Another person said they needed more space to work from home, and another said he was recalled to the military to help with the pandemic response. The survey also asked the participants where they moved to. Almost two-thirds said they moved in with other family members, and most of those people moved back in with their parents or in-laws. A smaller portion moved to a second home, a friend, a hotel, or an apartment. 9% of them moved to a single-family home that they either bought or rented. Rent prices are also showing signs of this demographic shift. Zumper's National Rent Report for July shows that rents in the top 10 most expensive cities are trending downward. But as people move away, rents in less expensive neighboring areas are rising. The report offered an example saying that rents in Boston and San Francisco have been going down, while rents in Providence, Rhode Island, and Sacramento, California, are higher. They were up about 5% last month. The national average rent continues to move higher, despite some decline in big cities. It was up 1% for a one-bedroom unit to a median of $1,229. It rose 0.8% for a two-bedroom rental to $1,485. And the vacancy rate in New York City is more evidence of an exodus from COVID-19 hotspot areas. A report in Housing Wire says that New York's vacancy rate is the highest it's been in almost 14 years at 3.67%. The report says that Manhattan has also seen the lowest number in lease signings in 10 years. They dropped 35.6% in June. Listing inventory has also surged in Brooklyn. New York landlords are hoping to fill vacancies with lower rents. The median rent is about 6.6% lower in Manhattan and 5.7% lower in Queens. Rent isn't all to the downside, though. It was up 1% in Brooklyn. 
CoreLogic's May report on home prices shows they continue to move higher in May. But researchers don't expect that to continue. They've been rising every month since they hit a low point during the Great Recession in March of 2011. This last May, they were up 4.8% year over year. But by next May, researchers at CoreLogic expect them to move a bit lower. This, of course, is an average for the nation, so we'll see prices moving in different directions from state to state and housing market to housing market. In May, Idaho had the biggest swing in home prices to the upside. They were up more than 12%. Alaska and South Dakota were at the other end of the spectrum with a slight decrease in home prices. It's reasonable to expect similar patterns over the next year. CoreLogic expects prices in Nevada to fall the most with an average year-over-year price drop of 18%. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. You can read the blog at newsforinvestors.com.